When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go hour number two on a Friday. Remember, Longhorn basketball tomorrow at 5 at West Virginia. We hit that a little bit last hour. And, of course, we're hitting the NFL division round heavy today. Cowboys and Niners and those other three games. Obviously, uh, it all gets started with Jaguars and Chiefs tomorrow. To talk about all of it, let's get to one of our favorite conversations every week. It's the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline bringing you the one and only Brandon Lang. BrandonLang.com. Check out the Believe Me Show with Cordell Stewart, part of the Believe Network. Brandon Lang, how are you, sir? You know, I would have had a lot of more respect for Josh Allen if he would have just before the game, like 10 minutes before the game, just grabbed a microphone, walked the midfield, and said, Damar, I love you, Damar. You're here today. You're going to be okay. I expect you to be on this field with us next year. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. I see Blue. He looks glorious. I love you, Damar. And all you people out there who have bet us in a three-team, ten-point teaser with Cincinnati and San Francisco, I just want to go on record and tell all of you right now, you have 10 minutes to get off that bet because I'm going to see to it personally that we only win by three points today and bury you taking us down to three and a half. Now, I know that you guys were a little nervous about taking Miami up to plus 23 and a half. I mean, they got an 11th string quarterback starting. They're on the road. The two concussion situation. And we should beat them by 100. But I just want you to know, when you guys see this strip sack fumble in the third quarter, the way I throw the ball down and have it bounce up perfectly for him to run it in, I mean, it's just going to be a thing of beauty because that's what I do. I turn the ball over, and I cost people hundreds of thousands of dollars. You think I care? Listen, three weeks I'm going to be – uh, hunting for elk in the mountains of Wyoming with my dad when it's 30 below. You think I care about this game and turning it over? Come on, man. I don't care. I'm going to bury you today with these turnovers. So I just want to apologize for all the money that I'm going to cost you because I'm Bozo the Clown and I'm going home to my little sister's birthday party and I'm going to be Bozo the Clown. Bozo the Clown. Bozo the Clown. Uh, I mean, I swear. I swear to God, I will not pull a dollar out of my pocket and bet this human being again. He is the second coming of Rex Grossman Ooh. and Whoa. Steve McNair wow. on people who on people who have cost me money with his stupidity and his ignorance of becoming the third coming 
of Jameis Winston. I loved. Josh, I love to turn the ball over. Allen, how you doing? Anyway. Yeah, I thought he. I thought of you, Brandon. I thought of you. I mentioned that. I mentioned how close that one was, man. I I, I thought of you. All right, um, let's go in order here, if you don't mind, sir. Why don't we start with Jaguars and Chiefs tomorrow afternoon? I'm seeing Kansas City by nine. Obviously, this is one of the teams that's got the rest. What do you think? Burial, blowout, destruction. 15 of Andy Reid's 19 postseason victories have been by double digits. Mm. Now, when the Kansas City Chiefs are motivated to beat you, case in point, they lose to Buffalo at home, 24-20. Whole world jumps off the bandwagon. Whole world lets them have it for a whole week. Just, Just the media crushes them for a week. What do they do? They go out to San Francisco against the number one defense in the NFL. Could have put up 60, put up 44. Bury them. They sat back for two weeks and heard about their 0-10 against the spread and won score games, and they just haven't looked dominant. And it's, it's Buffalo's to win or lose. And Buffalo this and Buffalo that. And you guys better watch out for Jacksonville. They're up-and-comers. Let me tell you something about Jacksonville. Shouldn't it be Titans? The fumble return for a touchdown. Shouldn't be Chargers. Two very emotional games they shouldn't have won. Now they're taking the number two pass defense up to Kansas City, where in week 11, they were down 17 in the fourth and got a touchdown with five minutes to go to make it a 10-point game. Casey turned it over twice in the red zone, had three turnovers total, and still... We're up 17 in the game. Punted once in the whole game. Did whatever they wanted. And we all know how good Andy Reid is out of a bye week. So the fact you're getting value that this is a single-digit game, listen, this is a great story. Jacksonville's a great story. It's an unbelievable story. But that story comes to an end. Bingo. Chiefs in the blow. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence can't have that four-interception performance like he did this past week. All right, let's go to the next game, B-Lang, Giants and Eagles. Eagles minus seven and a half, and it seems high with how Jalen Hurts looked in that Week 18 matchup. You called it last week with the Giants going up against the Vikings. Giants have scored at least 24 more points in the last three out of four games. Who do you like in this one? 11-2 against the spread as an underdog this year with eight outright wins. Now, when when Philly went into New York and beat them by 26, they had three defensive starters out. Giants were the healthiest as they'd been all year long. In the Week 18 meeting, Giants played second stringers, third stringers, the equipment manager suited up. He got four snaps a corner. Um, did a great job, too. He, uh, I forgot who he guarded. But he got he, 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 they, they targeted, him, targeted him three times. He had different color socks on. His shoes didn't even match. He didn't care. He said, Coach, I, just, just put me on the roster. I, I want three snaps. Did a great job. And then he even got back in and washed the towels and uniforms after the game. Did a great job. Unbelievable. Um, and, they had, and the Giants had a chance to win the game outright. They're playing a, 
uh, a third string quarterback didn't care about the game and almost won the game outright. Um, I'm riding the Giants. They made me a ton of money last week, and I'm going to take the seven and a half this week. All right. Talking to Brandon Lang. Check I like out, that. Check out BrandonLang.com. All right, Brandon, maybe the best game of the week is going to end up being Bengals, Bills. You just got over uh, all over Josh Allen. It's, it's Bills minus five and a half. From the intro, I'm going to guess you're leaning Bengals. The entire world is betting Buffalo. Three offensive linemen out for Cincinnati. They're going to go up here. Buffalo's at home. I was at the grocery store. There's this 84-year-old woman. She's got a little ski hat on. I said, who do you watch football? She said, I love football. Who do you like in that Buffalo game? Oh, Buffalo going to beat them. They're just, it's their year. They lost that heartbreak at Casey last year, and they're going to the Super Bowl. I said, I'm betting everything out like Cincinnati. There's no way this woman's right. There ain't no way this woman is right. Uh-uh. No way she is right. She had a big old thing of dates. And I'm like, any woman needs dates and wears a beanie and is all over Buffalo. But not happening. So I'm all over Cincinnati plus the points. Just because I, I don't trust Josh Allen. And I have no problem rooting against him for the rest of my life. I will root against that young man. That's it. Once you're on the hit list... Once I put the link jinx on you, I mean, real name's Link, but the stage name brand Link is the movie. Uh, the, the link jinx is on. That's it. See, yeah. so wouldn't want to be it. I think Cincinnati's offense, even with three linemen, going to be out. Buffalo struggled to stop the run all year, so they'll, they'll get a big dose of mixing. And um, I just think at the end of the day, Joe Burrow is going to outplay Josh Allen. But worst case scenario, it's a field goal game. I'll take the I'll take the five and a half. Here's another thing. I've done this thirty years, and anytime Vegas. Has had had eighty percent money on one side of a playoff game, and they need the other side. They get it. Hmm. It's unreal how they get it. And I just I'm I've learned to be on the side of the house in a game like this. And I I still think Cincinnati, even with those linemen being out, I still think they're the right side of the game. Interesting. All right, Zay, here we go. Yeah, yeah B-Lang, I'm with you. You can't trust the women with dates. Get some real sugar. Like, dates, I'm not with that. <laughs> dates. <laughs> but, Oreo cookies. Yeah. Oreo cookies. There you go. Tell. Yeah. You got Oreo cookies in there. She's going home, and you dip those Oreo cookies in milk, and you let it set for like three minutes, and you go in there with a spoon. So just forget about it, especially after, especially after bong hit. All right, go. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the game that everybody down here will be paying attention to, Dallas Cowboys on five days rest, go up to San Fran to face the seven-day rest, 49ers, minus four and a half for San Fran. Who are you liking this one? All right. So I'm going to take you through. It's story time with Brandon Lang, brought to you in part by Oreo Cookies. <laughs> if you've gone on a binge, make sure Oreo Cookies is your go-to with milk. Not whole milk, but 2% organic milk. Um, since they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, a game they gave up 44, here's who the Niners have played. Offenses the Niners have played. The Rams... The Chargers, who were banged up across the board. Arizona, the New Orleans Saints. Miami and Tua, who were out on the road. I think Tua had three turnovers. Tampa Bay, limited. Seattle, limited. Washington, limited. Arizona, limited. And then again, last week, Seattle, limited. 
So it's very easy to get hyped about a defense and hear everybody talk about just how great their defense is and their defense is unbelievable and their defense is the second coming since Christ parted the Red Sea or Moses went through the, through the Christ or Moses parted the Red Sea and Christ walked on water. I take you to this. They rolled into Vegas against a backup quarterback coming off the pine, just sitting the bench all year long. All he did was show up at Bellagio and play craps on his day off. Now I ask you this, this great Niners defense, how great they are. Let's, let's just, let's, let's just sing it. Swing low, sweet chariot. How many sacks did they have against the Raiders? Oh God, was it maybe one? I know Stidham lit them up. Zero. One was it none? Okay, Zero. I knew he lit them up. I thought they got one. Okay, so so with no sacks, time to throw. Twenty three of thirty four for three sixty seven and three touchdowns. That's Jared Stidham. Yep, the pride and joy of the Auburn Tigers. Twenty three of thirty four for three hundred sixty seven yards. If the Niners can't get pressure on any quarterback in the NFL, he will light them up. If you and I and Chad suited up against the Niners and our quarterback, if Dak has time to throw, all three of us get three catches for 36 yards. Guaranteed. In the slot. Done. Done. we catch and go down. We wouldn't run. There'd be no yak. There'd be no yak. We'd catch and just slide right down because their head taken off, but we'd get open. Their corners are so bad, but they're protected because their pass rush makes them look better than they are. The Dallas Cowboys are going to go in here, and they're going to cover the number. And the stat to look at after the game is turnovers. If Dallas wins the turnover battle, they are going to shock the world and win the game outright. Listen, it's been easy to protect Brock Purdy. It's been easy not to ask him to do much. He is going to feel pressure. The Dallas defensive line gets pressure on the quarterback 37% of the time, number one in the NFL. Yeah, they've taken some games off and haven't been, haven't been great. But it ain't going to be all roses and sunshine for Brock Purdy where he's waving to mom and says, Mom, Mom, goulash tonight with the garlic bread. Yeah, Mom, goulash and garlic bread. And then maybe we can do chili, do chili Mondays. Let's do chili Mondays, Mom. Dad, love you. Love you, Dad. You're the man, Dad. You're the man. Uh-uh. That boy's going to feel pressure. And I tell you guys all the time, pressure equals problems. When you go into the strip bar and you sit at the bar and all the dancers are walking up asking you for a dance and you finally give in, you let them drag you in the back room and then you let them get a hold of your credit card, pressure equals problems. <laughs> this boy is going to feel some pressure and I would not trust him laying more than a field goal. Dallas has had shot in this game. Three dogs. Giants, Cincy, Dallas, one favorite, Kansas City. I think you're going to be okay with that right there. Hi. That. All right, Zay, anything for hoops before we go? Yeah, what's going on in hoops this weekend? And you told us last week about a couple of teams that, you know, are have a shot of winning the title. How are you feeling this week? What I give you last week? Let's see how good you are. No, no, I think last you week. Forgot, didn't you? I, no, no, I thought you said last week you're going to simmer on it. You're going to give us a couple this week. Wasn't, That's right. Wasn't that what it was? That's right. Yeah. I think I didn't give you Iowa State over Kansas last week. Um, oh no no you get you did give us Iowa that. State? Yep no no you gave it. Yes, I, got, I got it right Iowa here. You State. gave us Iowa State. Iowa State. Yep. Iowa State plus seven over Kansas should have won the game outright. Yep. So this week I'm telling you right now, bet Iowa State every single game the rest of the year, 
and you're going to make money. They'll go eight and two against the spread. They're, they're final four team. You heard it here first. Hmm. Okay, that's first and foremost. Okay. Second of all, your, your Saturday take. My boy, Jim Moringa. You know, Jim, you made me so much money. I bought one of my Benzos because of you and George Mason to the Elite Eight. I unloaded on the conference championship game in the Colonial. I rode you those first three NCAA games. I rolled down to the Benzo dealership and said, put lingo in a Benzo. I love you, Jim. And guess what, Jim? You're taking your Miami Hurricanes into Duke on Saturday. You're going to be getting seven, probably seven and a half. Get you some of the Miami Canes plus the points at Duke on Saturday. There you go. All right. There it is. That is Brandon Lang, kids. Check out BrandonLang.com. Check out Believe Me, the show he's doing with Cordell Stewart, and obviously it's NFL Division Weekend. Brandon, we always appreciate it, brother. Uh, Enjoy the games. We'll hit you next week and talk championship. Thanks, boys. Thanks, B-Lang. Good stuff. How about that? B-Lang with three underdogs, including the Cowboys. He is buying heavy into the Cowboys being able to mess with Brock Purdy. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the key to the game. If Brock Purdy gets pressure on him and they can force a couple of turnovers, like he's thrown four in the games that he's played. Like, I know he has the 13 touchdowns and you know, over 1,000 yards, but mm-hmm. he's thrown four interceptions. So he he can, he can throw them out there, and the Cowboys, they got to take advantage. But I one thing I don't disagree I disagree with B-Lang is I think those corners are a little better than he's giving them credit for I do on too. the 49ers side. Yeah, they, I do too. But he is also right. If they didn't have that pressure from Armstead and Charles Menu, Nick Bosa, then – it allows them to be the corners that they are. It allows them to play mm-hmm. pressure D and look better sometimes than, you know, maybe they're giving credit for. Yeah. Cowboys, Niners, we're going to be talking about that throughout the show. Uh, thanks to Brandon for his time. Up next, a little bit of Flex 30. The Friday night lineup is posted for you for some high school basketball. We'll get into a little bit of that. Plus, we'll keep talking Cowboys and Niners. Let's get back to that Brock Purdy discussion because uh, I think there's something we haven't talked about yet with Mr. Purdy. We'll do that next on The Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. school here the song is even older school than the two folks singing it the song is called mockingbird that's right is that right i don't even know what year that song was written old old song so this is see if i get it right technically this would be carol king like featuring james taylor or is it is this considered james with carol king this ain't carol king not carol hang on it's james taylor so you got Kind of. Carly, right, kind of. Carly Simon? That's right. Okay. JT and Carly Simon yeah. with Mockingbird. This may have been the time they at the time they were married, too. Yeah. 
That's a creative couple, right? That at yeah. that moment. Yeah, maybe the time that she was cheating on her husband with Bucket Gobble. Dead gum. <laughs> All the se- nobody's got secrets anymore. It's a digital age, man. Nobody's got secrets. JT and Carly Simon. My uh, apologies to Carly. Sorry, I thought I was uh, I mixed up my female voices there. It's funny. My kid just came in last night telling me about. Uh, listening to Carly Simon and listen, heard a Carly Simon song that was actually written by James Taylor. It was a song I wasn't familiar with. So my kid's getting all into the vinyl stuff and becoming a music uh, Yo, music snob. I love it. Getting with Carly Simon might be bigger than him bringing Ricky to the 40. Ooh. Uh, both are big stories. <laughs> both are game changers. I'm just saying. Both are game changers. It just depends on what you want the which Fuck, ga- you did that. Just which game you want to change. My you know? man. That's what it's all about. All right. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on today. Obviously, football-wise, you got Cowboys and Niners coming up. We'll get back into some of that talk. Um, we also, I'm seeing a report out there. Um, every Wednesday, we have Justin Wells on from Inside Texas and On3.com. He tweeted out, and our man Chris Bennett retweeted it, but apparently there's reports out now that A.D. Mitchell, Zay, has got to campus. That's what I'm talking about. It is coming to campus. Uh, this uh, maybe I don't know if it's for the full weekend or just today. Uh, of course, there's a big Junior Day event going on this weekend as well. So, AD Mitchell, the wide receiver from Georgia, into the transfer portal now, and Texas is. We knew Texas was interested. Knew he was interested. Now, apparently, he is uh, is coming to campus. So, if you uh, if you know AD Mitchell and you see him, be nice, say hi, give him some recommendations of where to eat, and maybe it'll work out for Texas. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, once he gets to DKR, just picture his family and his daughter watching them play and make those beautiful catches thrown by Quinn Ewers and cheering them on. And after the game, after you have like a two touchdown game where you go for over 175 yards, you can go give your sweetheart a little kiss, something like that. There you go. Make you feel right at home. That's that's what I'd be throwing at him. Play out Stuff the, like that. Play up that family vibe yeah. like we talked about. Yeah. Because you, know you, you know the argument you can't make. Don't start making the argument he just left because that, that's a whole nother thing. Don't say, well, do you want to know what it feels like to win a national? Don't worry about that. Don't, don't talk about the, well, we were really good at wide receiver this year. No, don't do that either. Don't talk about no, that. No, 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 no. no, no. Don't talk about say, You could personal. really help us yes. be good at wide receiver where we weren't this past year. You can help us by joining our family, and isn't family the most important thing? <laughs> And then continue, right? And there just go it is. right from there. Yeah, That's yeah. the pitch. All right, so we got that uh, going on as well. Uh, let's get you a Flex 30 segment. Big games going on tonight in high school basketball. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, uh, and we always tell you to check out Flex on social media at FLXATX on your social media accounts. Uh, if you missed it, you also want to check out Zay at Ain't That underscore Zay. He tweeted out the beginning, the beginning sequence of the Lake Travis and Westlake game from this past week. Remember, Zay's doing the KBVO game every Tuesday night with Roger Wallace. So that's out there on Twitter if you want to check it out. Also at uh, flxatx.com they got uh, polls out there for you for your favorite games in the area if you want to go do it make a prediction on who's going to win that Hendrickson Elgin game 
Oh, I'll proudly go pick Elgin. I don't know if they're going to win it, but yeah. I'll proudly go pick Elgin to win that one. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Stay with the home team. That's going to be tough for them. Yeah, it is. Be, i tell you who else is going to be tough for tonight, Zay, is when I'm looking at the scoreboard and after what you saw on Thursday, excuse me, on Tuesday, um, Dell Valley hosts Westlake. Yeah, they're probably pretty angry, too. Ouch. Yeah. That could get tough. Yeah, because yeah. that Lake Travis game, there were two different times. Remember, two different times they got hosed when the refs for somehow just forgot how many free throws old boy was shooting. Then at the end of the game, Gavin Paul has a nice little running shot in around the free throw line area, gets hacked. I heard it from where we, uh, me and Roger were sitting. No mm-hmm. call. Lake Travis gets the dub. Yeah, and I saw you guys breaking it down and watching those replays and everything, and I agree with you. That's why I, I saw what I saw what you saw. Yeah. And that situation is tough. You've done you've done it yourself. You've not only played, but you've talked about it. Uh, you are the greatest official in in uh, the history of. Is it it's just, not even close? Is it the full ATX? Or uh, C- Central Texas. Central Texas. Yeah, I, I know there's some guys. Okay. I know there's some guys out. You know, El Paso probably do good work in Dallas and Houston, but as far as Central Texas, I've yeah. seen what we got around here. Some the best. So. Deep down, there's got to be that feeling in an official's mind of you want the game to be determined by the players and all of that, but you also have to say no matter when it is in a game, if you see the foul, you got to call it. Yeah. Right? I mean, if it's a foul, if it's a foul with one second to go, it's a foul with eight minutes to go, and it's a foul at the tip. I mean, it's the same. it should be the same thing. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. But, hey. Is what it is, and like Travis got the dub, so yeah, I, I might be go checking out that Stony Point Maynard game. They got some big okay. time players in that game, and you want to feel old, Chad? Maynard has Ray Jackson Jr. Oh, stop! Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Did you just do that to me? Ray Jackson Jr. Dude, of the that, Fab Five. That's awesome. Legendary. LBJ Jaguar. Yeah. Yeah. Austin Knight. Kids playing at Maynard now? Playing at Maynard. And he can hoop too. Hey, I, I made it out to Elgin Bastrop last week because of the funeral and everything this weekend. I'm not going to be able to get out to a game. But now I got to put Maynard, and they would already been on my list anyway. It's kind of yeah. out in my area. I got to go check the Mustangs out now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge game cool. in that district. Yeah. That is big. That's at Stony Point. If you want to check that one out, Stony Point 21 and 1 going in at flxatx.com. You can find the full schedule boys basketball girls basketball remember in many cases when the boys are at one gym the girls are at the opposite team's gym if you want to go out and check out some basketball and we get you the flex 30 segment uh every day at 1 30 and be listening next week we'll tell you which game zay is going to be calling next tuesday night all right zay so there's one thing we haven't talked about with this cowboys niners game i want to make sure we get this out there because you've been talking about, for the last few weeks, about different bulletin board stuff. Whether it was the TCU Georgia stuff, and maybe Sonny Dykes ran his mouth a little too much on Georgia. This past week, we talked a little bit about Micah Parsons and the Cowboys. And Micah's got a little bit of, not attitude going on, but hey, they're, you know, we'll, we'll, we're glad. We'll, we don't have a problem playing the Niners now. We got to get by them. They're, they're in our way. And yeah, multiple Cowboys guys said something like that. Yeah, they're calling it the three-headed dragon. Yeah, J. Ron Kersey said something like that, too. We have a three-headed dragon we got to deal with. They're the first head of the dragon. So that's on one side of it. But I don't know if enough's being said about the Brock Purdy thing. So if y'all missed this, a media member showed up and decided to ask some version of, hey, hey, Brock, is it easier playing in the NFL than it is playing college football? What? He showed up to ask it, 
And then Brock Purdy answered it basically by saying, well, yeah, yeah, in some ways it is. If I'm Dan Quinn, I lose my mind repurposing that mess. One of the biggest matchups in this game that I've heard Rod Babers break down this week expertly on the afternoon show, and he is right. It is Kyle Shanahan against Dan Quinn. They know each other. They've coached together. Dan Quinn knows Shanahan just like Shanahan knows Dan Quinn. That's a huge matchup. Dan Quinn can walk into Micah Parsons and that defense and say, fellas, this rookie is telling the media that it's easier to play against you guys than it is to play in the Big 12 at Iowa State. Yeah, don't like that, Rock. We have to make him wrong, very wrong. We cannot have him standing on his field after the game saying, yeah, see, I told y'all, this NFL thing's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Haven't heard as much about that this week. It's kind of stayed under the radar. This kid is a rookie once again. Can Parsons and the defense make him look like a rookie? We have fan after fan of the Cowboys saying they haven't faced a defense like this. They haven't faced a scheme like this. If the Cowboys defense is healthy enough in a couple key areas, can they mess with Brock Purdy and make him look like a rookie again? That is a disrespectful comment to the NFL. Forget about the Cowboys. That's not disrespectful to necessarily them. It's just this week's opponent. Yeah, that every is horribly disrespectful to say. Every game San Fran wins, even if, you know, they win this week, everybody could use that as bulletin board material cuz he's saying that about the whole league, which that's disrespect to Tom Brady and guys that have won it before, Matthew Stafford who won it last year, right. Aaron Rodgers, guys who got MVPs and they have mad skins on the wall and squirrels on the wall and all types of fur. Squirrels it's just on the wall. like that's that's <laughs> that's so damn disrespectful, Brock. Who if I'm on his side, like I've been a huge Brock Purdy fan. Oh, I dig this the kid. year. Yes, yeah. like I, I love the moxie he has. I, I think that's a part of it. I think that's just a part of his confidence and just he, he's a little arrogant. And he knows what's around him. When you got George Kittle there, and George Kittle's a huge Brock Purdy fan. It's weird how crazy in love he is with Brock Purdy, but you gotta be that. You gotta give the guy confidence. So he does a good job there. And but when you have that talent and Debo and Christian McCaffrey, yeah, it's easy. But to those guys who get paid a ton of money and don't have the talent and have to make their receivers good and have to throw receivers open. Brock Purdy hasn't necessarily had that, especially with a team as talented as the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, you're right. If I'm, you know, Mm. Dante Fowler and Demarcus Lawrence and Dorrance Armstrong, Michael Parsons, all those guys, uh, you know, we don't talk about Van Der Esch enough in this game Mm -hmm. because, you know, he's been solid this year, but – just taking on, have, having the assignment that he does. Like when Christian McCaffrey motions out to a wide receiver in the backfield and Debo, he's motioning around and moving and all that stuff. Van Der Esch has to be locked in to make sure everybody's on point at that linebacker position so people don't get out of sorts because it's easy to get out of sorts dealing with a Kyle Shanahan offense because he makes those guys move so much before the snap. So it does allow Brock Purdy to make things look easy, even though it might not be. But, yeah, Brock, you they say something like that. I'm like, what? They mm-hmm. asked me that. I, I thought you were going with what kind of question was that? Like the nerve 
Right. The journalist person has to ask Brock Purdy that. That's where I thought you were going. I didn't think Brock was answered it. ignorant enough to say well, yeah. that. And in a way, it's probably, you know, it's sort of like it's in a way it's media entrapment because he's a rookie and he's not as experienced and he's got to answer somehow. And if we honestly look through every single word he said, he probably tried to finesse it a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he talked about his teammates and I got Debo Samuel out there and I got this and I got that. I'm sure there was a little bit of that. But if I'm Dan Quinn, I find the worst way to interpret it, and I get that to my defense as fast as I can. Hopefully they've done that this week. little extra bulletin board material because number 11 likes that stuff. Oh, yeah. Feed number 11 that. This rookie thinks it's easy to play in the NFL. You need to show him he's wrong. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's and, and like one thing that I think Michael Parsons, as good as a year that he's had, I think he knows that it's Nick Bosa's defensive player of the year this season. And he knows that that guy on the other side, both of them first team all pro this year as edge rushers, he wants to show I'm better than him. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like that's, that's, you know, even though we don't go against each other, we do at the same position. I don't want people thinking that he's better than me. If he wins defensive player of the year, which most likely he will, that's what people are going to say. If I'm Michael Parsons, that irks me in a different way. Yeah. Good point. That that gets me going. I'm going against this guy this week. I'm going to show y'all who the best is. It might not be just sacking the quarterback, but yeah, I'm looking for Michael Parsons to have a terrific game. And, again, when you got guys like Trent Williams, throw Mike on that other side a lot mm-hmm. more. I'll move him around. So yeah. you could get those mismatches. And, yeah, if, again, they get pressure on Brock Purdy, then Cowboys have a chance. But I ain't taking them still. No, I, I don't think I ultimately am either. I, I'm hoping all this stuff is going to happen. And then, again, I, hey, I was glad to say you heard. I sang I was wrong last week. I'll yeah. be glad to say it next week, too, if the Cowboys can get by this one. Uh, we'll keep talking about that matchup and the NFL. NFL, other NFL stuff up next. We've also got Where We At in Society with Zay. We'll see where he wants to go today. Stay with us. Also, Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com coming up at 2.05. His pick on Cowboys Niners, plus all the news around the Longhorns. A.D. Mitchell apparently on campus today. We'll get the latest on that. Uh, receivers coach position, if anything's there, but also that junior day. Huge names coming in uh, to have a junior day. We'll get Ketch's thoughts on all of it. Coming up on the Horn. All right. Not my brand. You understand sometimes the girl forgets. Huh. I might recognize this just from right away. Nice mellow rock track. Heavy influence on smoking, I can tell. Yeah. Is my man sponsored by Cool or (laughs) Marlboro or something? Where's he going here? Huh. I have no idea who this is. Rupert Holmes. Yep, didn't have that one. Him. Him. All right. Rupert Holmes. I apologize to all you Rupert Holmes fans out there. So Rupert Holmes, we had James Taylor and Carly Simon, had Twisted Sister, and Rare Earth jamming out 
at the beginning of the show today. Jeff Ketchum coming up from Orange Bloods. It is a Friday here on the Horn. Of course, Ball Don't Lie coming up with Rod and Hards. Their final breakdowns of the NFL games. Picks, Cowboys and Niners, the whole thing. Uh, we've been talking about that throughout the day. We'll keep doing that. Remember, Cowboys, Niners, 5.30 kick on Sunday. 4.30 is the pregame time. Zay, I just listened to to make sure I understood the full context of the Brock Purdy thing. He did immediately talk about his teammates. but And he talked about, hey, look, I'm throwing checkdowns to Debo and Christian and they're taking it the rest of the way yeah. and whatever. So, Life's good. Because his immediate answer was, in a sense... It is easier because he said, I don't feel like I have to do everything and all that. But then right towards the end, he says something that I would use if I was Dan Quinn. He said something about, yeah, in college, there's all this stuff and there's pressure on me. And I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait. So I would tell Micah Parsons, hey, 11, he's saying there's more pressure in college than there is in the NFL. We need to make sure he's wrong. We need to make sure he's very wrong about that. That is a disrespectful comment to, to the NFL in a way. You need to turn that if you're Dan Quinn. Overall, I think he answered the question about like He's talking as well. about like off the field, like pressure right. with he's, the media and stuff and expectations. Pressure or just the pressure to have to do so much in a game. I think that's also what he's talking about. Right. Right. If you're trying to carry Iowa State to a Big 12 win, there's yeah. a whole lot more you might have to do versus when you got Shanahan's scheme, the defense on the other side, and all your talented guys. So I get what he's doing. The logic in me knows that, but just the football fan needs Dan Quinn to use that. Yeah. Use it against anything. You. Use it. Uh, real quick before we get to where we at in society, this one hit me today too. Think about these quarterbacks. We're either going to see somebody win their very first Super Bowl or Mahomes wins his second. And if he does that, Mahomes will join an elite group. If my count is right, there are only 12, one dozen starting quarterbacks that have won multiple Super Bowls. Wow. The Manning brothers are the last two to do it. He would become the 13th quarterback ever to win multiple or somebody's winning their very first Super Bowl. One of those two things. Because we've had Brady or Rodgers involved so long, you've always got a guy trying to get a multiple Super Bowl, and it's yeah. never going to be a first. Yeah. Everybody's looking for number one, except Mahomes, who's looking for his se- So everybody's trying to sort of make their name. Mahomes is trying to get to that extra level, where it's like, no, dude, I'm going to do something Rodgers and Favre never did. Because that's the mark he's looking for. Wow. Just something to keep in mind for this game. And Purdy, by the way, who we've just been talking about, Purdy would become the first rookie ever to be the starting quarterback and win the Super Bowl. Everybody thinks Marino was. Remember, he didn't win the game. He didn't win the game. Plus, uh, some people think Brady was. That was his second year. Some people think Roethlisberger was. That was either his second or third year in the league. No rookie has ever actually See, won, and, won it. And to what B. Lang was saying about those Kansas City Chiefs in the game that they played against the 49ers, you can't really go look at that game. If you're, you you have to if you're the Cowboys and if you're Kellen Moore and Big Mike. You have to see, okay, what did Kansas City maybe do right. to put up 44 points? But then you look at your quarterback and you look at that quarterback sure. that the Chiefs have. And it's like, Dude, well, it's... 
Yeah, that probably helps and makes a huge difference. Yeah, there's not many teams that can say, well, just mirror what the Chiefs yeah, let's did. Yeah, mirror do what the Chiefs did. No problem. And their personnel's crazy around Patrick yeah. Mahomes. No, yeah. Yeah, that's a, tough, that's a tough comp to make. All right, more NFL talk coming up here. We'll get Jeff Ketchum's thoughts at 2.05. Is he picking the Cowboys or not? We will get you that. And uh, right now, though, it's where we at in society with Zay. Here we go. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, do I need to hit Twitter or what? Yeah, hit Twitter. You know, I sent you a little something, something. You know, I'm there all the time. That's all I do is go to Twitter. Yeah, that's where I live. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, what we got? Yesterday, we talked about John Wall saying a lot in a podcast and throwing people under the bus, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, Spurs fans, this is gonna hit very close to home because it's about the Spurs and former Spur. DeJounte Murray, Uh who got traded this past season because we know the Spurs there. They won't say it, but they are tanking for Victor Wimbenyama, which I get it. But they traded DeJounte to play with the Atlanta Hawks, and the Atlanta Hawks, they're a decent team. Uh, DeJounte and Trey Young playing together, they still got to figure things out. But they're a lot better than they were last year. So DeJounte Murray went on the Up in Smoke podcast with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, also former Spur. And he said some very interesting things about his time in San Antonio. He went on to say stuff like when he was there, it didn't seem like the Spurs fully had their faith in him Hmm. due to him not being the classic Spurs guy. Because you got to remember, look at all the legendary Spurs of the last 20-something years. David Robinson, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, even Kawhi Leonard, you could throw him in there. DeJounte Murray is a different type of cat. He's okay. from Seattle. It's like a personality-wise? Personality-wise. Like okay. For example, DeJounte Murray this summer in a Pro-Am Summer Rec League got into a weird, like, altercation with Paolo Bancaro where he's like throwing the ball at his face and okay. like kind of pushing him and talking trash like this is summer league this isn't this don't mean nothing you shouldn't be this turned up you're saying that doesn't sound very spurs to you not spurs at all no it doesn't so he went on to say stuff like yeah they weren't they liked me like I had I proved that they had to play me because I'm just that good basically and I was working on my game and it was during the time if you remember Tony Parker was toward the end of his career, so he took TP's spot, and he went on to say on this podcast, Tony Parker did not like that. Oh, okay. And, you know, Steven Jackson, who could relate to DeJounte Murray, he was like, yeah, you're right, because that's how, in the way I was treated when I was in San Antonio. Oh, here we go. So in 03, Steven Jackson was there, won a ring with him, but then he came back a few years later, the early you know, 2010s and play with them and was huge to their team. I think they lost to Oklahoma City and or something like that when he was there. But Steven Jackson, I would always feel like, you know, am I too tough for the Spurs? Am I too hard? Am I too hood for the Spurs? Hmm. And he always kind of went off and said, yeah, that was kind of the thing with me and San Antonio. I'm just not a San Antonio guy. So they didn't have any loyalty to me. And DeJounte Murray saying the same thing where Spurs fans, now they're like, what the hell? Like, why would you say anything like this? They literally gave you a shot. Right. And I think DeJounte still kind of salty about how it went down this past year because I was shocked that they gave him up. 
Like Dejounte Murray, he's one of the best two-way players in the league at six. I always six. liked him. Yeah. Oh yeah, six yeah. six can handle the ball. Uh, really improved his scoring. He's averaging twenty a game. He could pass, and he's a really really good defender. So trading him, you know, that was weird. But Victor Wimbenyama, that's going to make you do some things. So yeah. I get it for the Spurs in that sense. But yeah, this is very odd for Dejounte Murray to say because we know the success that the San Antonio Spurs have had. Any th- anytime anybody says anything bad about them. It's an eye scratcher, like head scratcher, you know, eye opener. I'm not trying to give give him like a pass or anything, but he was in, I mean, that was that period of time where the sadness for me, if I'm a Spurs fan, was that you never got to see the Kawhi Leonard idea with a guy like DeJounte Murray and then build a team around that kind of ta- – once because once you saw DeJounte Murray start to develop, you just thought, oh, my God, what if Kawhi had stayed? What if Kawhi could have hung around yeah. and they had built around that? So that's part of it. The second part of it, Zay, is when he says Tony Parker didn't like him, are we talking about regular didn't like him or tried <sighs> to sleep with his wife didn't like him? <laughs> like which version? Yeah, you got to check both. Which Tony, version? Yeah, because we know how Tony was with Brent Barry's wife. No, he, he meant because in TP situation, if you're with a franchise for as long as Tony Parker was, if TP wanted to keep on playing basketball and thought that – I guess he should have been owed the respect to keep starting, but DeJounte felt like he should have stuck around, especially being the Spurs guy, and helped mentor him like a vet should do. Right, yeah. Because DeJounte is like, that's what I would have done. Like David did for Tim. Exactly. Right. Instead, he went off to play in Charlotte because he thought he had more years left. He didn't have more years he left. He was wrong. But, man. you know, he went off to Charlotte and did his thing there. And those guys had hot wives. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. The guys in Charlotte had hotter wives Come on, man. than was left in San Antonio, <laughs> from what I understand. <laughs> that team's so young. Ain't nobody married on that Charlotte Hornets uh, team. You're probably right about that. All right. There's where we at in society. We do it every day about 145. Up next, Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com. Thoughts on the Cowboys and Niners plus some Longhorn stuff. Apparently, Mr. A.D. Mitchell is on campus today, Longhorn fans, thinking about going from the red part of the color wheel to maybe the burnt orange part. We'll get you an update there. Hang with us. It's the Horn.